0: About living with trigeminal neuralgia, I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a a lot of fun out in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was—it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about. The very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy and I'm very proud of the show. Um, Like I said, I've got those dates coming up at kylayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit and so would the venues that are emailing me and they're just it's gonna be a really good time i hope to see you out thank you so much i hope you're enjoying the episode once again kyleayers.com slash shows uh y'all are the best thank you the absolute the best
1: it's a good show
0: in a world where every conversation is about what movie or tv show you've just seen one comedian doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions, got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm Kyle Ayers. Hey, this is Never Seen It. I am your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians and friends and wonderful people rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and we'll read them for you here in studio. In today's episode, we are doing a special Oscars edition of Never Seen It, so we have two of the Best Picture nominees rewritten by two folks here in studio with us. We have Todd Sklar. Hello. Hey, Todd. We And we also have Devin Walker. Hey. And we're joined by Alex Rennie. Hello. And so we are going to read through, we have scripts for Dunkirk and The Darkest Hour, and we'll be getting through those here momentarily, but the first thing we want to do is we end every episode with a game called Guess What Movie My Dad Is Describing based on having only seen the trailer and never having heard of the movie. I don't even know if I get the title right every time. I think it's different every time. <laughs> and so we're going to play, so don't guess it just now, but we're going to play a little tease of of my dad's uh, uh, voice, little voice memo. Here we go. Okay, so there's <laughs> a guy, and he's walking by the sun. All right, I think that's enough. I think that's enough. <laughs>
2: Wait, is it okay if he's if he's doing Dunkirk? Because that's what we're doing. I feel like that sounds like Dunkirk. Uh, I, wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't have let him do Actually, Dunkirk's his favorite movie. Really? No, he's never seen it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he legitimately, we talk about this, but he hasn't been to a movie theater since Space Jam. What? That's the last that's time he went to a movie in movie theaters. Huh. And whether he thought it was a walk-off or he just got tired or something, he just falls asleep and he just doesn't care. That's fair. And so he now hasn't He hasn't missed will. much. So let that one simmer. And so pretty much everything we talk about today is going to have Best Picture winners or Best Picture nominee theme. So what my dad is describing there is a Best Picture winner from years past. and um, Is it so, Road to Perdition? No. Okay. And did that even win Best no, Picture? No, it definitely didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was and I was wrong about it? <laughs> that would have been uh, a real – like one time he did Memento and he was like, all right, so Brad Pitt's in a hotel. <laughs> everyone argued and then someone was like wait a second is it Brad Pitt and I was like no they're like it's Memento <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll get back to that here at the end but we want to we want to give everyone a treat we're going to get right the, the Oscars are Sunday this Sunday right isn't it this Sunday Yeah next time it's Sunday uh, unless you watch this or listen to this late then you miss them mm-hmm. if they've already happened then they already did but they're on this Sunday, so we we rewrote a couple of Best Picture nominees for you guys, and we're kind of hitting a nice chronological time period in the 20th century here. Yeah. Um, and so we have Dunkirk, and uh, written by Todd Sklar.
2: Probably and, the best thing I've ever written, to be What <laughs> What are we basing off of? Like two other things? Uh, we're both basically basing it off of me writing it and writing all day, every day for 15 pr- pretty years, pretty high on <laughs> coffee <laughs> uh, while well doing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, that's hyper. Yeah, someone who's job is to write yeah but sometimes you know you gotta you gotta start with what somebody else did and you build off of it so mm-hmm. really I gotta give credit to Christopher Nolan mm-hmm. or whoever wrote them. big know shout uh, out yeah. to Christopher Nolan <laughs> thanks man <laughs> gotta give credit
0: where credit's you due. Have to. you really have if, to Chris if you're out there listening stick to it <laughs> and, uh, we, we believe in you man <laughs> the, you know the final page of your script the end that they call that the prestige oh Ooh, yes. yes there we go there he is um, and, that, and that was an
2: inception you just <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> uh,
0: yes Batman <laughs> Yeah. And then we're going to, after Dunkirk, have The Darkest Hour, which is called Darkest Hour, Darkest Hell, written by <laughs> Devin Walker. And so we're going to get to those right now. And so we're going to start with Dunkirk, and, and Todd will be doing the stage directions
2: awesome and should i announce the cast right now ahead of time you can sure (laughs) if you want everyone to get completely confused immediately i think we should announce the cast right now just because i know i i mean i shouldn't say i know because i haven't seen it but i'm pretty sure there's a lot of characters in dunkirk Mm uh so uh alex will be playing their narrator Devin's gonna be playing soldier one soldier two will be played by kyle soldier three also played by alex soldier four played by Devin. soldier five Alex, young soldier, who is different from the previous five soldiers, will be played by Kyle. Uh, Then later, Kyle will be playing the captain. Devin will be playing his first mate. Alex will be the narrator again. Uh, And then I'm 90% sure that some of the movie takes place in the air. So pilot one will be Kyle. Pilot two will be Alex. Pilot three will be Devin. And one of those guys, I think, is Tom Hardy. So if either of you have a Tom Hardy uh, impersonation, that's a great time to do it. Mm. Or elsewhere, too. Uh, Then I think we're on a different boat later. So Sailor 1 will be Kyle. That boat's captain is Alex. Sailor 2 is Devin. Uh, And that is the cast of my Dunkirk. All right.
3: I had two of mine wrong, so I'm glad you did a recap there. (laughs) Nice, nice. Ah, cool. That still means you got 80% of yours right.
2: That's pretty good. Most (laughs) movies don't do that.
3: That's good. Most movies aren't Dunkirk. That's true. What if that that was the tagline to
2: Dunkirk? (laughs) (laughs) Christopher Nolan's so cocky now. You know, most movies aren't Dunkirk. (laughs) That's a good tagline. Ah, cool. So then should I just get right into it? We'll get right into it. All right. This is Dunkirk. Everybody get ready. Uh, X-tier. Beach. Day.
3: Close on an old man in military garb looking out onto the ocean. This is a movie about a man. An old man. His name? Dunkirk. And let me tell you, he is not happy about being on this beach. In fact, he's very pensive and brooding. (laughs) Close up on the old man's face as he looks pensive and brooding. By the way, I'm your narrator, and it's entirely possible that at the end of this movie, it will be revealed that I am, in fact, (laughs) Dunkirk. (laughs) But back to the old man. We pull wide to show that he's on the beach. He's
2: surrounded by sailors and soldiers. They're all lined up, ready to either fight or escape. It's actually amazingly unclear which. (laughs) The old man squints his eyes, focusing on the young men presumably under his command, all waiting to either die at war or escape death and go home. Cut to exterior beach, continuous, I think. A group of soldiers on the beach stand in formation and look out onto the ocean, pensive, brooding, poetic. It's honestly kind of incredible that we can't tell from their facial expressions or clothing or anything else on screen whether these men are about to start a war (laughs) or just leaving one, but one of them turns to the others... When are we going to fight? I don't know, lad. Oh, yeah, that's right. These motherfuckers are British. <laughs> Soldier three. Alex, oh, it's supposed to be. Alice, that's you. That's you. It's war,
0: guys. When are we going
3: home?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, lad. Soldier four.
0: What are we even doing on this beach? Do you mean figuratively or literally?
4: Uh, a little of column A, a little of column B. I don't know, lad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome... To Dunkirk. (laughs) Just then,
2: a young soldier walks by them, and we follow him, despite it not being a recognizable actor or there being any sort of character introduction or plot story motivation to justify following him. Welcome to Dunkirk, folks. The young soldier walks around the battle-trodden beach as loud bombs and bullets are overheard nearby. He doesn't know where he's going or why he's there in the first place, but there's one thing he does know, and he pauses in front of some old-looking rocks and stares out into the distance, probably towards the ocean, as he quietly says to himself...
0: Well, I guess this is why they call it Dunkirk.
2: Smash cut to interior battleship later. The captain of the ship is speaking on the radio to other battleships about something that we haven't been properly introduced to yet or even made aware of prior to right now. Also, we have absolutely no idea who this captain is or what side he's fighting for slash with. Welcome to Dunkirk. The captain sets down the radio and looks pensively and poetically out towards the ocean. It's very brooding, and we hear the men around him wonder what the fuck is even going on right now in this movie. Spoken to no one but himself.
0: The enemy tanks and soldiers on land have all
4: stopped. But why, Captain?
0: Why waste valuable manpower when they can just pick us off from the air?
4: Beat. Say, what's going on with all, the, <laughs> with all those men on the beach, sir? Are they on, their, are they our, are they on our side, or is, it that, is that the enemy? Also, are they getting ready for war, or getting ready to leave it?
2: The captain takes a pull from his cigarette that we didn't know he was smoking until right now, and also I'm not even sure if you're allowed to smoke cigs on the inside of a battleship, but this captain is doing it anyways, because that type of leadership, <laughs> you need to survive a Dunkirk.
4: Captain, did you hear what I asked? I did, chap. Any chance you have some answers? Look out at
2: those birds, Knight. <laughs> POV shot of a group of birds flying poetically in formation. I know as much as they do. And really the same can be said of the audience at this point. <laughs> also, guess what? That old man on the beach earlier, he isn't Dunkirk. No, no. This guy, the Battleship Captain, he is actually Dunkirk. And this is his movie. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming, did you? And that's why we call in the biz a MacGuffin. You have just been fooled by way of a MacGuffin in order to keep you guessing but you already knew that because you're watching Dunkirk. <laughs> Cut to exterior battleship later, or also maybe earlier. Not clear. <laughs> Loud planes whiz by our battleship as a World War II dogfight ensues in the skies. And it might actually be a World War I dogfight, but we're not really sure what time any of this is happening or taking place. Also, did they have planes in World War I? Either way, <laughs> Dunkirk has planes. So many planes. And yet also, not really that many planes. A sailor looks out into the ocean. Pensive, brooding, poetic, (laughs) as loud gunfire and loud bombs go off around him. But also, all of this is off screen. You only hear the bombs in Dunkirk, and that's what makes it fun. And there are actually so many bombs in this movie. In fact, (laughs) in order to hear them properly, you need to see this movie in 70mm IMAX. But before we get a chance to learn anything about this sailor, like his name, his country, his purpose, or anything besides the fact that he is pensive, brooding, and poetic, we cut to interior, plane, later, I think close-up on a pilot as he's maneuvering his aircraft through, presumably, a dogfight. But also, we don't really know because there wasn't any sort of establishing shot to
3: set up where he's flying, or what's going on around him, or even what country he's a pilot for. That's right. I'm back, baby. But not to give you any necessary information (laughs) or help you understand what's actually going on in this movie. Instead, I'm here to tell you something that you already know, that this pilot isn't our main pilot. He's just a MacGuffin pilot. The real pilot this movie is about is over there. We see a
2: wide, expansive shot of the sky. Off in the distance are a few specks that we presume to be more planes,
3: as the narrator continues. Yep, those are some more planes. And in one of those planes is a man. Cut to interior plane. Definitely later, right?
2: Close up on a new pilot, he's maneuvering through a different
3: dogfight. And not just any man. This man is played by Tom Hardy. And he may, in fact, actually be Dunkirk, instead of those other guys from before that we thought were Dunkirk. (laughs) If that ends up being the case, then the stuff I said before was just part of another Big MacGuffin. BS. Welcome to Gun Dunkirk.
4: <laughs> we rack
2: focus on our main man. Even though it's already an hour and ten minutes into this movie, it feels like this man, this pilot, whose name has to be Dunkirk, is actually the main character of this movie. But also, here's the thing about this man. We don't know anything about him, except that he flies a loud plane, and he's either in Dunkirk, if it's a thing, or... Or he's about to pull a Dunkirk if it's a thing you do. Pull a Dunkirk. Or he is, in fact, Dunkirk, or maybe it's his plane's name. But listen, you're going to need all 70 millimeters of that I'm next screen space to find out. Also, this man's mouth is going to be covered by some sort of mask for all of his dialogue, so good luck figuring out anything that he's saying. But also, he's only going to say, like, four things during this movie, so it's really not a big deal anyways. P.S. Welcome to Dunkirk. Cut to interior, fighter plane, day, sort of. I'm just going to say- that was unintelligible dialogue by the pilot with the mask on his face, just to be clear. <laughs> you, to, you
0: wrote Think Star Fox for Nintendo 64, <laughs> right? which is so accurate. I, I did what those guys were saying.
3: <laughs> Your father used to save me like that, too. <laughs> Can I get just a, a tail end of that dialogue? Just leave I, me in my next I'm one. Just- so, so. Aye, aye. I don't know about you blokes, but I'd rather be having a point at the pub watching snooker than be up here with me knickers in the twirl chasing all these blimey Germans or Japs or whoever we were fighting in World War One. if this is World War One, Oi, I'd be getting ripped with me mates right about now. <laughs>
2: uh, it just occurred to me that one of these dudes might be Australian. <laughs> the pilots are interrupted by loud gunfire and loud bombs and loud plane bo- noises whizzing by as pew, we smash pew, cut to... Title over black. The Roman numeral number four and the word clouds. <laughs> we hold on this title card for a few seconds, but it only makes sense after you've already seen the movie, plus talked about it with your friends, who <laughs> read about exactly what the title card means on the internet before they watch the actual movie because they are fucking assholes. Or it's entirely possible that the title card never makes sense, and this is just Welcome to Dunker. <laughs> Cut to exterior, small boat, earlier, sort of. We start wide, then we pull close on the boat. Inside it, a man. His name? Man, you already know. This motherfucker is done (laughs) for He looks pensive. He's brooding. It's poetic. As he sails his boat towards impending doom that is always off-screen and only hinted at by other people. With all of that 70mm of IMAX screen space, we'd never actually see what this man is sailing towards, but trust me, it's bad and it's doom. And not just any kind of doom, the poetic kind of doom. Real pensive and brooding shit, you know? A sailor on his boat pops his head out from the galley, if that's a thing. And what's that head?
3: (laughs) That, son, that's bad. And Doom.
2: (laughs) Another sailor, who was actually standing in front of us the whole time, but we couldn't see him because of the way the camera was positioned, but trust me, that was intentional to make things more poetic and also part of MacGuffin that you don't know about yet, frantically interrupts.
4: I'm not going back. I can't go back there. That place, that war, it's all gone, Dunker. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's right. We're verbing it now, too. Boy, you listen here. There's a fight coming, whether we want it or not. It's unavoidable. Every man has to face his demons. Our demons... I'm
4: ah, Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's also... Uh, no, old man. We don't, just have to, we don't have to face these demons. We can just turn around and sail back to England.
2: Or Ireland or France, maybe. But part of the allure of Dunkirk, my friends, <laughs> is that all the characters sound British, they look Irish, and they're played by Australian <laughs> actors. P.S. I'm American. Also, P.S. Welcome to Dunkirk. <laughs> Cut two. title card over black the Chinese sign for trees, and the word alchemy. (laughs) Cut two exterior. The beach from the start of the movie, dusk. The soldiers are all still lined up, but not fighting or doing anything. You might think they're about to finally get into battle with the enemy or finally get into a ship and go home, but you would be wrong, my friend. That's more of a Dunkirk 2 type of story. In this movie, we pan across the beach and land on the young soldier from earlier. I describe him by name, but we never learn it. But it's definitely the same young soldier from the beginning, except now he looks a little different, Hmm. a little cleaner, a little less pensive, less brooding, still poetic. It's almost as if the movie has been jumping around in time this whole time. And holy shit, the end of this movie is actually the beginning. (laughs) P.S. Welcome to Dunkirk. Before we get a full handle on how this narrative device actually affects everything that we've just watched, we abruptly cut to exterior, empty beach, possibly the same one from before. But now it's dawn. A wide shot of the waves crashing against the shore as the sun comes up. It's peaceful. It's poetic. It's Dunkirk. <laughs> Over this shot of the beach, we see a text crawl that reveals that our narrator was in fact actually one of the previously seen characters. Possibly Dunkirk. Text crawl. And this whole movie was him telling and reliving his story to his son if he lived or to God slash the sea slash Dunkirk if he died. <laughs> <laughs> Except actually, I'm not sure that this movie has a Dunkirk. So guess what? You've just been Dunkirk. There is no narrator inception.
3: Fade to black. End. That's good. Nolan does it again. He does Nolan. it again? Uh, auteur visionary yeah. Christopher Nolan. He always
2: does.
0: Really tricks us into feeling dumber than we're actually smart.
3: But that's why we love him. Leo better be getting his little gold man for this one. Oh, man. for sure, dude.
2: For he, playing soldier four, yeah, he no question. It. <laughs> uh,
3: faceless off-screen soldier, <laughs> no
2: question.
4: How how much time did you put into writing this?
2: Oh, that I I really man, it just came out of me, man. You I haven't seen you? him in three <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's because uh, yours is good. That's, oh, that's I, very funny. I really give all the
2: credit <laughs> to Christopher Nolan, man. I mean, he well, really, of course, he did the heavy lifting. Yeah,
0: the I would say I would put very good odds on the fact that Christopher Nolan almost sarcastically insults readers through his actual scripts. Oh, absolutely. You know 100% he's like, but you knew it was the Joker the whole time because he's kind of a mastermind. You'll see later. (laughs) 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 Oh, That was good. That was Dunkirk.
2: It's a heavy movie, guys. I mean, really, you gotta you need to like smoke a cigarette afterwards and kind of unwind. It was a lot yeah. to digest. Yeah, I, w-
0: I bet the script for the trailer was that long, and the trailer was people on a boat, and it just went, <laughs> and then it was over.
2: That's pretty much all I had seen was the trailer, and I think I saw one clip on YouTube, and one of my friends said something about title cards.
0: I know one of the Jonases is in it. A Jonas Brothers. Isn't really? It? Yeah.
2: Uh, Harry Styles
0: is in it. Oh, also. maybe it's Harry Styles that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think he might be the young soldier.
2: Wait, yeah. are there also? I thought the only like name actor in it was Tom Hardy, and you don't actually see him. I mean, I think mm-hmm.
0: Harry Styles also. The thing was that he's like barely in it.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. cl- classic, classic Nolan. Classic yeah. Dunkirk, of course.
0: Yeah. It actually stars a CGI David Bowie for most of it. <laughs> oh, that's, cool. <laughs> that's
3: really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a
0: hologram. Everyone keeps saying, "Can we get the hologram on it? I like that. <laughs> Who's saying that? It ends with them all at Coachella. They're all saying it <laughs> on the One of their dads knew a guy got him wristbands. <laughs> uh. all right, so we transition through time from Best Picture nominee Dunkirk, which will not win, <coughs> uh, to Best Picture The Darkest Hour, which will uh, not, not only not win, <laughs> will remind people it existed when they say yeah. th- these are the nominees for Best Picture. Very true. Um, and so this is Darkest Hour, Dark as Hell. Written by Devin Walker.
4: Yes. And uh, we've got Kyle here. We'll be reading uh, the part of Winston Churchill. Uh, We've got Alex. Alex is going to be Alfred, uh, the butler from Batman. And uh, he will be referred to as that every single time. Nice. (laughs) And uh, he also is Lee Jordan. Uh, the, Very Christopher Nolan, that you can be
0: getting residuals from the second script.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, Genius. That's the ultimate inception that he's pulling. <laughs> and that he's true. actually a part of every
4: movie. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Todd, right? Yep. Todd is going to be reading as uh, Pierce Brosnan, as James Bond. Very nice. Yes. Um, and yeah, guys, this is uh, the version of The Darkest Hour that I've written today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right. Uh interior. Winston Churchill's home. Night. Alfred, the butler from Batman, serves tea to Winston Churchill and James Bond played by Pierce Brosnan as they discuss what to do about the whole Hitler, this whole Hitler thing. <laughs> you can tell that Pierce Brosnan is Pierce Brosnan is not feeling Churchill at all. The entire room is lit with one candle.
2: <laughs> Very Christopher Nolan. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Your tea, Mr. Churchill, Mr. Bond. Alfred, the butler from Batman, places the tea on the table. Pierce Brosnan nods thankfully. Churchill takes a sip and is instantly furious.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ, Alfred! <laughs> Did you just serve me sleepy time tea? Well,
3: sir, it's just that...
0: It's just, it's just that I'm going to send you back to Gotham to live with Bruce Wayne again if you ever bring me this bullshit again. Where's the Earl
3: Cray? <laughs> We ran out last night, and it's just been so dark everywhere since Hitler's militia stole all of the lights. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Churchill is quiet for a moment, then picks up his cup of tea, glances at it, and then glances up at Alfred, the butler from Batman.
0: I, I swear to God, Alfred, I knew, uh, I know I told you you could come here to have a safe place to stay away from Brucey e. Wayne. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but if you fuck up my tea one more time, I swear I'll hit you harder than he ever did. <laughs>
4: Churchill lifts his teacup swiftly, and Alfred, the butler from Batman, begins to scurry away. Churchill throws his teacup at Alfred, the butler from Batman, as Alfred, the butler from Batman, exits the room. The cup shatters. Churchill turns back to speak to Pierce Brosnan's rendition of James Bond. The two are straining to see each other in the dimly lit room.
0: All right. It's time that we take care of this whole
2: Hitler thing. This has gotten out of hand. I knew he was insane, but I never thought he would steal all the lights in London. <laughs> oh and he has one million Jews to block out the sun. <laughs> it's so fucking dark! Bloody hell!
4: <laughs> Churchill furrows his brow and scoots his chair in.
0: All right, Bond. I was hoping that you'd be able to use some of your expertise as an
2: international spy to help stop Hitler.
4: Pierce thinks about this for a moment.
2: Why, oh, yes. I was thinking that I'd take this organization down from the inside.
4: Churchill looks pleased. Hmm.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. Well, I plan to strike down the Nazi security forces and then head straight to Adolf Hitler's bedroom.
4: Churchill appears (laughs) thrilled as the plan begins to unfold. Ha ha! Yes! And then the moment that I finally arrive at Adolf Hitler's bedroom... Churchill is ecstatic, and he pounds his fist on the table. Yes, you
2: get to his room, and then you (sighs) head take a ride at Adolf's room and make a beeline to his sister Angela's
4: room. (laughs) Churchill quickly deflates as he realizes that this plan is not what he expected. (laughs) Angela? Pierce smiles as he explains.
2: Why, yes, Angela Hitler. (laughs) I remember the first day I laid eyes on her. It was in Monaco at the Grand Prix. She was with her husband at the time, but I just knew that I had to have her. And I swear to you that I am going to fuck Adolf Hitler's sister like she's never been fucked before. A proper bonding.
4: (laughs) Churchill puts his hands to his face and rubs his eyes. Churchill looks at Pierce Brosnan for a few moments before speaking. Please leave.
2: Wait, so you don't want me to... Leave immediately.
4: (laughs) Pierce is slightly dejected, but he seems to understand.
2: All right, but I'm still probably going to have sex with Angela Hitler. I know that,
4: Bond. Now please leave. Pierce walks out of the room slowly. As Pierce exits, Alfred, the butler from Batman, reappears with a hot with a pot of tea. Mr. Cho-Cho,
3: I've got your old <laughs> e- grey here. Also, you've got a visitor. All right, well, bring me my
0: tea before I get... I don't even know what I'm committing to with this voice. That's pretty good. every time That's it's pretty a pretty little good. different. Whatever it is, it's cranked up. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right, well, please bring me my tea and I... Before I have another guest.
4: Alfred, the butler from Batman, apprehensively approaches the table and sets down the pot of tea. Alfred gingerly pours the cup of tea for Churchill. Churchill takes a sip, and Alfred, the butler from Batman, waits for Churchill's (laughs) response. Churchill takes a single sip and places the cup down.
0: Alfred, what temperature did you bring this to?
4: Alfred, the butler from Batman, smiles, as though he's very pleased with himself as he answers. 30 degrees. (laughs) Churchill's anger is slowly starting to build. Celsius or Fahrenheit, Alfred. Alfred lowers his head as he realizes his mistake.
3: Fahrenheit, sir. (laughs)
0: Alfred, you are the worst possible butler I could have imagined. And I see why Bruce Wayne used to hit you. I regret the day that I agreed to save you from that, man. (laughs) Leave this room immediately and take your cold-ass tea.
4: (laughs) Alfred, the butler from Batman, gathers the teapot and the teacup and begins to leave.
3: Sir, your guest is Mr. Lee Jordan. I'm sorry, who? Lee Jordan, the one black kid that's in those first Harry Potter (laughs) movies, is occasionally (laughs) mentioned in the books.
0: Oh, yes, that kid. He's literally the only black person in the entire Harry Potter franchise.
3: And he is maybe five lines total. They made seven movies. It's crazy, really. Quite crazy, sir. Here's Mr. Lee Jordan.
4: Lee Jordan walks into the room as Alfred exits. Lee sits down at the table across from Churchill.
3: Mr. Jordan,
0: do you have any idea as to how we get Adolf Hitler to move all of
3: the Jews from in front of the sun? Hey Here. Hitler! Oh, no, the Jews blocking the phone thing was all me. And then I not moving until I get some additional scenes in the book and the films. <laughs> I'm the only black character in the whole story, and they gave me like five lines total.
4: Mm. It's mental. Mm. Churchill nods in agreement. It is pretty mental.
0: <laughs> so you're saying that if I can convince... Hold on, I want to make sure we line out exactly what you're saying. <laughs> if you, Lee Jordan, are saying if I can convince J.K. Rowling... To add some additional scenes with you and them, then you'll let the Jews and everyone else go about their lives? EF. Done. J.K. and I actually have the same literary agent, so I'll give her a call. Thank you
3: so much,
4: man. (laughs) No problem. The two shake hands, and the light is restored. The darkest hour is finally ended.
3: (laughs) And scene. I don't know. A no. lot of accent development happened <laughs> yes,
4: I, 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 in both of them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know
2: if I kept a consistent one, but none of them were Pierce Brosnan. That's for sure. That I, I can confirm. That's confer. what
0: people say when you ask, who's your favorite James Bond? I don't have a consistent one, but none of <laughs> them were Pierce
1: Brosnan.
2: <laughs> Dude, GoldenEye lives up, man. The it, game and the movie. It definitely was a fun video I'll defend,
0: game. I'll defend it. Wow. I'd have, I couldn't tell you a single thing about what The Darkest Hour is about.
4: I know it has something to do with Winston Churchill trying to negotiate with Hitler. Is, is,
3: is <laughs> Pierce Brosnan re- really in it?
4: No. Oh, okay. Pierce Brosnan is not in the
3: movie. <laughs> Somewhere
2: he is, just like perked up. He's like, am I in it? I
3: in it? <laughs> Wait, is, is Lee Jordan really in it?
4: No, Lee no. Jordan is not in it. <laughs> Fair those are just, so it's
3: just no, Alfred and, those and are, Churchill. Gary Gary Oldman.
0: All I know is Gary Oldman's probably going to win an Oscar for it.
4: Probably. That Seems to be the thing. Gary Oldman's year. the only character. I didn't. I intentionally didn't read up. Like I'd read nothing. I read like a one sentence description about the movie, and then just decided to add in British characters. I've seen the poster, and I think you nailed it. Yeah, pretty yeah. close. <laughs> it feels. It feels like something like that probably happened. Also, movie, even right? if it's
3: not,
2: you can always just say afterwards it was a big MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> you, did a, you did some Inception on him. Dunker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just shot that at the end. Of the movie. Yeah. I would
0: like that needs to be the new Inception button. Is just something. Instead of the bomb, it's yep. just something going Dunkirk. Dunkirk.
2: <laughs> I like that. I like that.
0: Oh man, those are great. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks, let's what Oscar? What best picture nominees have you seen this year? This year.
2: I don't let's know that I've Let's seen maybe go down a
0: list here. Yeah. Lady Bird. Seen it. You've seen Lady Bird. Yeah, uh, yeah, told I told three people that I saw it. I haven't yet. Yeah, I haven't, and <laughs> I want to really badly. Um, we haven't seen. Dun- no one's seen Dunkirk. No one's seen Darkest Hour. Get Out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my mom saw it. And told me about it. Okay. Cool. That's. Pretty much it, thank you for pulling that up. Oh, uh, nice. uh, The Post, nope, yes, uh, Shape of Water, yes, no, Three Billboards, yeah, yes, I haven't, Phantom Thread, yes, fuck Phantom Thread, really, <laughs> I, I haven't name. seen it,
2: but I really want to. I haven't seen Call Me By Your
4: Name, I have
0: seen Call, Call Me By Your Name, okay, so what's your favorite? Because Devin, it looks like you've seen eight of
4: them or seven of them, uh, what is it that many? Uh, I don't know, let's see, my favorite is probably Darkest Hour. <laughs> 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 probably the version of The Darkest Hour that <laughs> I wrote. I think that's my favorite of all of them.
0: Non-biased, uh, I would say The Thing I Wrote in an Hour is better than all nine
4: best picture movies. That's how I feel. Uh, probably, probably Call Me By Your Name or Three Billboards. Yeah. One of those was probably I think my mine,
2: even though I haven't seen it yet, is Phantom Thread. Just because <sighs> as a filmmaker, you have to love everything P.T. Anderson does. So yeah. It's okay, definitely my favorite movie. Yeah. yeah. All in. I think or I w- Paddington 2, which I don't know why it's not up there. I, I still haven't think, seen it.
4: An error. Have you, did you see Paddington, Paddington? 2?
2: Paddington is phenomenal. That's what everybody keeps I saying. I watched Paddington really? on Netflix. Really? I cried. The, Wonderful. The, and then this one's supposed to be better. Paddington is good. This one's better. This okay. is like Toy Story level. Really? I don't want to go that
4: far, but it's pretty great. I kept thinking it was a bit how much everybody was talking about. It seems Paddington like the movie too.
2: everyone would be like,
0: "Let's all love Paddington too." Exactly. But then it was that like, it's legit. No though. bad reviews. But
2: it's good. No, okay. I felt the same way. I thought it was a bit at first too. Okay, so maybe that is the bit. What does it take?
0: So I want to talk like about going to actually to go to still see movies in a movie theater, Mm -hmm. and you like make jokes about it with Christopher Nolan, where he's very specific about what he wants to happen with it, (laughs) almost to the point where it's probably unbearable to talk to him about it. Oh my god, I can't imagine. But what is what does it take for you to go see a movie in a theater versus waiting for it?
2: Usually, Vin Diesel needs to be in it. Yeah, (laughs) that's usually what gets me out of out of the out of the apartment.
0: That's key. That's key. What's the last movie you saw that's not one of these in a movie theater?
2: that isn't a Vin Diesel movie or is? <laughs> We'd have I'm to go pretty far Fast back. Fast 7 or Fast 8 or the And then Fast 7. And Fast 7 and Triple X. I, I, I guess, guess the scenes X. the scenes in Fast 7 he wasn't in. <laughs> was probably the last time I did a Vin movie. <laughs> No, we saw John Wick 2 in the theaters. Yep. Uh, what else I seen? A lot of times I'll have like a friend who with the, like, will give me a free ticket to their movie at a film festival. Mm. Really, for me, it's either free tickets or Vin Diesel. That's, that's the two things that will get me to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, no, Ingrid Great Girls West was the last one yep. we saw in the a theater. Oh, I liked that, that one. Great great one. That was the most viscerally
0: uncomfortable I've ever been in a movie theater. Well, during, which, awesome. during which part? During the entire film. I Just, thought it was really, really good, yeah. and I will never watch it again. <laughs> really?
4: What and made I, you feel so because weird Because it was it?
0: so accurately sad.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because
0: mm. you are so close to being the person who is a mentally ill protagonist.
2: Yep. yep. Mm. It's incredible. Mm. It really is incredible. Yeah. That, that's... uh. I remember we we saw it twice actually. Yeah. Uh, a, a friend of ours was one of the guys who made it, and that was like a thing where the first time I laughed like as hard as I've laughed since like Punch Drunk Love, probably at like a movie like that. And the second time it was like I almost wanted to cry. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very, well, we got into
3: a pretty serious Uber car accident before the second time we saw it.
2: So. Yeah. Really? Which Might have had something to do with that. That yeah. might have maybe maybe made me feel a little bit more. It wasn't on seventy millimeter IMAX though. So, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine
0: no, if you're it making... was on the four hundred five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How we doing, everyone? Let's start this thing over. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're getting into Dunkirk by Todd Squad. <laughs> As I think about a, a lot about like going to see, I, we talk and we talk sometimes on this show about the difference between, especially like prestigious movies. These are nine movies, which is such a trivial number that are nominated for Best Picture this year. And n- with the <coughs> exception of maybe two or three of them, these aren't the movies we're going to talk about from this year forever or yeah. from last year. Mm. And you think about lots of times the Best Picture winner is a movie you kind of... It becomes trivia that it won Best Picture. Yeah, right. yeah that has right. been a thing as of late. That's really Especially true.
4: Especially with last year with Moonlight. That's definitely going to be... You think? Think about that. Yeah, What with were the other whole... movies from last year?
2: That
0: seems Wait, to be a was, movie. Wait, Moonlight it, win last year? Yeah, I La La Remember
4: was, La La Land? No, it was a big the oh, the yeah, that...
3: Inception! They got Dunkirk! <laughs> we got, we got B. Yes.
0: You turned the Oscars off immediately when they said La La Land and you're on Twitter so infrequently. I'm not going to look this up for a year. But
4: yeah, I feel like that's going to be the thing that people talk about. Not even so much that moonlight one just the fact that there was that weird misunderstanding about it when
0: i look at the the best picture nominees from something like last year and last year just i'm sound some but it just happened it's not like years and years ago i still think a movie like the social network is the most important movie of Mm. that year yeah it's it's the movie we still rewatch and talk about it's very relevant Mm. and holds up this is last year and i look at this list and i think moonlight and arrival are the only movies people will watch in five years I believe that. Yeah, And it may I,
2: be especially I don't even know if they rival. would watch either of those to be honest. Like I don't know if either of those got the right due that they deserved.
3: Hexar Ridge happen. was I've, nominated? I see
4: there's a there's just a lot of movies know, I remember, I remember bits and pieces of. I remember Hidden Fences with with Denzel Washington. Oh yeah. That's uh I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a special <laughs> if, you're like, if, you're, have a, if you're close with the Black with your black dad, you have to go see it. Obviously. That's just part of the rules. Are obviously. you just
0: talking about fences? Yeah. Wait. H- hidden Fences is a satirical play hidden written figures. by Jordan Temple. Oh, hidden Figures! I have, to, I, <laughs> I, what, I have to give a shout out. You know what? I, do Temp- know, I know of You that. know That's Jordan Temple is a comedian in New York, Yeah, and we share the same birthday, Nice, great. And he, so many people confuse Fences and Hidden Figures bet... that he wrote Hidden Fences, uh... which is a play combining the two movies, oh, which is better be than any of the movies that we've had. That's awesome. It's it, it, And so, Jordan, so many people did exactly that, mm-hmm. because there was such weird promotion for Oscar movies now, and yeah. it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. The way movies are distributed is so much different and yeah. that those just kind of got lumped in as one There's movie. Fences There's it, fences and yeah. hidden figures mm-hmm. right next to each other. Yeah, I'll
2: always hold a special place in my heart for La La Land because I saw it with my girlfriend right before I moved to L.A. and then she just broke up with me. So that one's going to be there <laughs> So it sounds like you
0: just made the special place for it. And kind It's a special place of. like where Haley Jalosman goes in Six Sense <laughs> it's in exactly, that closet. <laughs> exactly. <with the> balloon. <laughs>
2: exactly. And I don't want to. I don't want to put too much pressure uh, on us in this podcast. But I think if this podcast does well enough, she might take me back. So let's let's you know. Let's work on it.
0: Well, boy, I hope she likes three digit numbers.
2: <laughs> but no, it is weird. A lot of those movies last year, and even the year before that too. Are it's not that they're forgettable, but they didn't really. Spotlight won the year before that, which okay. is like a really good movie, Spotlight and then you are like, that's yeah. a good movie.
4: Yeah, uh, the Big Short was good. I feel the same way about yeah. Spotlight
2: as I do about Ooh. Get Out, where I feel like that's a, a great movie right now. If that movie came out in 1997, that would be just the normal movie you saw We've on a random Friday about this night. Before, like, and I wanted to talk to you about to this
0: on the podcast about how you're you give the because I I talked to you about Get Out and how incredible I thought the screenplay was yeah. and how tight it was, and mm-hmm. you had an idea that uh, we didn't really introduce what everyone here does.
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Devin's stand-up comedian. He mm-hmm. lives in Austin, Texas. Yep. And, nice. and and Todd, you're a writer and a director. Alex, you're a writer. Professional, and an actor, impressionist, professional and impressionist and voice <laughs> actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm a British man who only does <laughs> British impressions. <laughs> and uh, so, as, as, and for the two of you as people who've who've written a lot of scripts, and Devin who writes all the time as well, uh, well, Todd had this idea that movies from we're thinking like 97 and earlier and things like that Yeah, were generally all tight well-written scripts. Yeah, that used to be the
2: prerequisite it to making like, a movie.
0: Yeah, it wasn't impressive to have everything no fat.
2: Yeah, and have everything kind of lead up to something and make sense and everything have a purpose mm-hmm. and every scene have a purpose and it's a it's an interesting thing where I don't it's it's been a slow build I feel like over the last like 10 15 years where like Movies really just got, like, looser and kind of, like, casually worse. Is this where your repetitive MacGuffin idea comes uh, from? It's very possible. That's one <laughs> way we could turn this around. Yeah. I feel like we need more MacGuffin.
4: But <laughs> I didn't know that word before today. Thank you for introducing that I, into my vocabulary. Is that a
2: breakfast MacGuffin? I, 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 have, to, I have to say, I, it's been a long time. I've... Pretty positive, I'm using it incorrectly. Okay. no, I, no, um, <laughs> Without I, I a doubt. think a
0: MacGuffin is something that's supposed to attract your attention that is incidental to the Classic outcome. Hitchcock. I it's mean, like a Hitchcock thing. Man. I know the, you, Shout out
3: to Ramsey Wise. Hell yeah. It's like a Hitchcock thing. The suitcase in Pulp Fiction is a MacGuffin. That's, yeah. the, that's the only one I know. Mm-hmm. Because it really doesn't affect anything, and you're fascinated with uh, it. If you're a fucking idiot and don't yeah, understand <laughs> the movie, I,
2: I read on a Christopher Nolan message board that it's What's-His-Face's Soul. i actually got a C-3PO's poster on my head. wall in
0: my dorm you guys should see. <laughs> <laughs> It'll let you know a little bit more about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so what's an example of a perfect script to you, perfect screenplay? Mm. Ooh, Man. Besides Die Hard. Die Hard.
2: It's uh, it's pretty much, it's hard to find better ones than that. (laughs) That is, I mean, I think Midnight Run is up there, Uh, Dirty Dancing is pretty much a league of their own, Mm. Uh, Roadhouse. Major League. Major League, absolutely. Um, Roadhouse, the best movie to take place in Missouri. Mm. Oh, no question. And that ever will. Roadhouse might be the best movie to take place in America. You
4: got Roadhouse and Dirty Dancing, are those both Patrick Swayze? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You Mm. know how to pick them.
2: Mm. Very good that's area. a that's a
0: writer's actor right there is what it sounds like. <laughs> that is. yeah. Okay, that I mean I could, I, I don't know I I missed like all of the 90s when it comes to movies like I've, I've never seen Die Hard that. I've never seen yeah. the Terminator movies I've never seen Dirty of Dancing of he's never
3: know. seen T2. You
0: well, got to go backwards. Like, well, start
3: with five and how, then work your way back. Start with Salvation. <laughs> how, how old How old are y'all? Uh, I'm 34. 33.
2: Okay. I'm 29. What about you? I uh, Just
4: turned 27. Nice. Yeah. So I feel I've, I really missed the 90s in terms of like film watching. I feel like I didn't even like really pick up on what was happening until like. Two thousand four or something like that. That's
2: good though. You have this treasure trove now to go back to. That's like, true. That's I can fun. revisit. Yeah,
4: I, I wish think, that I'd never seen. I kind of
2: oh, yeah. think
0: sometimes the late, like mid eighties to mid nineties, with the exception of Pulp Fiction, is always sort of shit on mm, as yeah. far as like mm. prestige filmmaking. Yeah, and it's great because you, you get like Shawshank and Pulp Fiction, which were the same year. Yeah, and then Ooh. people really don't pluck anything and say that's what's an, what's other all timers from there. But yeah. there's all these movies. Jerry Maguire, Goodfellas, <laughs> yeah, Goodfellas, yeah, maybe, I guess. Goodfellas. But then you're still looking at the same year and a half period of time, like '93 to '94. Yeah, but then... I, you really don't hear any like prestige films
2: from the '80s. No, you know what's interesting because I feel like in the <laughs> you're '80s, pulling up the fugitive. yeah, it's like, a good one. It's oh, yeah. very subtle to pull up the Wikipedia of the Fugitive
0: <laughs> and put it on the screen. That's what's <laughs> Dude. Harrison Ford, <laughs> Ford had, a, had no, an era there. But that... I, I think did. I don't just dis- the Fugitive. I have seen. I don't just. Dis- it's a great movie, perfect movie. But people really don't give any due to those sort of things, As yeah. like no. they do the early two thousands or like Cohen Brothers stuff,
4: yeah, yeah. or yeah. things that's, like that. that, like that, well. Best, well, that the that. best
2: movies are in the in the eighties and nineties too. I mean,
4: when, arguably, when was Fargo? Fargo's ninety four. Okay, so that's that's right around yeah. this time. That's Lebowski. another one of those
0: movies that did that also. That's another one that didn't win best picture and clearly held above
2: I, all of the world. This is a thing that I've gotten wrong multiple times because this is like a this might be like a mental disease, but I have like a delusional thing where I refuse to admit that Fargo didn't win best picture. Mm-hmm. That to me won best picture. Oh, like, well I hadn't thought about it that yeah. way. <laughs> I, <thought> it, I <laughs> guess I never to, thought about it. That is yourself. like that's legit the best right. picture maybe ever. That's how I am with UP. Up was incredible. Right. Up should have been best picture, there's no question. It's, what won that year instead? I don't know. As something. Has an, as an animated
4: up. film ever won Best Picture? No.
2: No. Okay. And if Up uh, didn't, there I isn't going to be is, one. I think Up like, is probably the cool. WALL-E, people were also obsessed with. WALL-E was good. WALL-E was good, but it wasn't on that same level as Up. That, that was like... Yeah.
0: It's Up was so good that the first fifteen minutes of it is almost pop culture sad. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. you can be like, "Oh, is that Up sad?"
3: That's why yeah. I've yeah. never seen Up because everybody's, "Oh, the first fifteen minutes are so sad. It's so beautiful." I'm like, "I don't feel like feeling like shit right now." So I've never been in <laughs> like the, the mood that's to fair. watch yeah. it. See, sometimes
0: I will watch the first fifteen minutes and then just lay and face the feeling. <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I can't feel on my own. I need something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I I need some- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you need an, you a it.
4: children's film need, to, need to get you there.
0: Sort- yeah, that's uh, yeah. They're, they're they're onto something treating kids like people.
2: Hurt Locker at... one wow oh, that's wow. crazy that's, that's a good movie but 2009
0: but... was also the first year they expanded uh, to up to 10 best picture nominees ah, and yes. so I mean
4: we the if, blind side
0: nominated if you look at 2009 it is up and in Inglorious Bastards that people will talk about uh, yeah. Avatar will exist because that's all he's gonna make the rest of forever
2: hasn't he already supposed to have made like three more of those like yeah, what's going it, on with that I don't
0: know he's it's... booked up for like next like 25 years <laughs> well but time actually works differently on the Avatar planet so oh, that's uh, true Avatar 2 comes out yesterday. <laughs>
4: Inception!
0: <laughs> Inception, and and uh, it's actually Matt Damon on the planet. Ooh,
4: <laughs> Dunkirk. That is a Dunkirk. That's a dunk- but this is that's, to... that's such a good
0: example of the best picture nominees, sort of indicating some of the ones with lasting power. But yeah. no one. Hurt Locker is good, but it's not going to be not going to be people are going to watch In Glorious Bastards forever. Yep, and yeah. people are going to rewatch up.
4: People are going to remember before. Precious forever, but never watch it again.
0: Yeah. Also possible. They yeah. will also remember it because the tagline remaining in the title i can't believe why they went for it that's That's some that's uh sapphire has the greatest lawyer of all time Incredible. (laughs) or or whoever kept based on the novel pushed by sapphire in the name of the movie incredible and but that happens a lot with that and they expand out to 10 and then you just let's go what do we we got in like
4: 2010 inception
0: Inception. Inception. there's a social network but then the King's Speech
2: one. I have a really good The Artist Story that I, prior to this year, have never been able to say publicly, but now that Mr. Weinstein has been banished <laughs> to wherever the hell he is, yeah. uh, oh, I can't get in trouble for here this. Here we okay. go. Buckle but, up. Yeah. So, Got
0: another artist story on the podcast. <laughs> Way
2: back in the day, and I'll keep this, as, I'll do the abbreviated version. But you, I really to, don't, you really don't have to. I ran a marketing company uh, in between uh, my two features that basically took movies on the road and then it evolved into like doing like street team marketing. Long story short, like studios and distributors started hiring us to do like event screenings and like guerrilla marketing and all all sorts of crazy shit. And we had started working with the Weinstein Company. They had given us. That's where a couple you try films. and get uh, people to go see the new King Kong Skull Island. <laughs> yeah, it's where you can see. And that's some real guerrilla marketing. <laughs> no, but actually, we probably should have done that, that movie. It's good. Uh,
0: I've seen
3: so, it seven times on uh, Virgin America flights. I love Skull I watched it on a boat. Love that movie. Yeah, it's it. a good one. I really it's incredible.
4: enjoyed the like 2005 one though. With Jack Black. You that, one that one scared yeah, me. Yeah, that one was good. There's long. a lot of big spiders in that.
2: Yes. Uh, but back to the artist. So Weinstein Company had been hiring us on a couple films prior to this, and. Uh, their VP of marketing brought us in, me and my business partner, Morty, and he was like, hey, so we got this other movie that Bob, uh, Harvey Weinstein's brother, he runs half of the company and Harvey does the other half. He's like, Bob bought this movie at Toronto. Harvey was going to bury it because he got pissed at Bob, but then he's like, you know, maybe there's something to this. We thought we'd do like an Oscar campaign with it. Uh, I just realized that the, la- the, the butt of the... The payoff of this story is not going to be great because you already know it's the artist. But long story short, Harvey, uh, Harvey decided like maybe we'll do something with it. You guys do the college tours and he thinks, you know, maybe it's like a weird black and white movie, maybe like college kids will like it, like film schools. What do you guys think? And we're like, I guess, like, you know, send us a screener and we'll see. And he's like, Yeah, you know, we'll send you a screener. If you guys don't want to take it on a tour, we'll probably just bury it and, you know, that'll be the end of it. But whatever, let us know. So he sends us a link and it's the artist. And me and Maury are both like, Uh, That was a great movie. That is also definitely not a movie we can go get college kids to see. Like that's insane. So we called them back. We're like, I just like the idea of you guys being like, we got a double feature with the artist and
0: mystery team.
2: If you guys want to go see it. But it's crazy because then we call them back, we're like, hey, you know, like there's nothing we can really do for this. But like this is a great movie. Like you guys shouldn't bury this. And he's like, Yeah, I know, but you know, Harvey's crazy, him and Bob, they get into it, whatever. He's like, you know, thanks for giving it a look. You sure you guys don't want to take it? Like, we'll pay you your regular fee. It doesn't even have to like draw anybody. And we were like, No, at this point, like I think we were very self-conscious that it would do really bad and they'd never hire us again. So we turned it down and like three and a half months later. I see like a poster for it out on the like uh this is when we lived in New York like out on like Sixth Avenue or something. And it's like it's a poster. It's the movies coming out like that weekend, and it's got like already got like Oscar buzz, and I'm like. This fucking guy just took a movie, he was gonna shelf, and now it's gonna be like his thirty million dollar Oscar campaign? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with this industry?
0: And then That's it, won, it won it, all, it, it won went best from picture. A sh- being shelved to winning best picture. That
2: literally almost was a movie that eight kids at Iowa State University saw on a range life tour and instead it won Best Picture. <sighs> Jesus. Think about how many people's lives would have been changed by that. Hmm. Like Jean Dujardin or the French guy in the movie, like that, that dude dog. like That dog, everybody, the guy who colored that movie and uncolored it. Like, he probably is the black and white guy now. Yeah. He wouldn't have a career. Blew me away. That, like, that, I always think about that when, like, we have, like, a movie fall apart or, like, something crazy happens. Like, this whole fucking industry, everybody's nuts. See, that's why we got into stand up for the stability. It like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we
0: didn't want to worry about the ups and downs of yeah. independent film just, distribution. Just, just wanted to get that steady paycheck.
4: I want a steady weekly yeah. paycheck.
0: I made, oh, yeah. I made $4 the other night and they paid me in two $2 bills.
4: <laughs> I also got paid in a $2 bill recently. Like really? Saturday. Yeah, I got paid in a $2 that's bill. Awesome. That's I good mean, w- they gave me other bits. I mean, other bills, but that was one of them. What? That's so, yeah. Comedy
0: pays. Was it from Kyle? Funny money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, it, was, yeah.
4: it was his show. He gave me a $2 bill. That's good. That's
0: hey, a buffet. I, I, I thought of just you to give you these 2 dollar bills that definitely weren't handed to me on Monday. That is so bizarre. So that's, that's 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 the paper. So if you're making movies out there, know that while it is probably your fault, it might not be. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's very possible that there were exterior forces that had nothing to do with your Imagine movie. Imagine if you just part. forgot your email password for a little bit. Gone totally crazy. That movie, a totally different trajectory for every and also just think about this like that movie doesn't win Best Picture that year, a different because it went on a Range Life tour and died. Yeah. a different movie does, and everybody in that different movie's career takes off. Mm. Yeah, the landscape, the butterfly effect of how many crazy fucking things go wrong or right in this industry is just like, yeah, like maybe whoever that guy who directed Hugo, like maybe his career
0: what
4: takes off. Hugo, oh, what would yeah, that would no be incredible.
2: Is Martin was. Scorsese's half
0: animated, weird 3D children's isn't, movie? Isn't
2: Borat in it too?
0: Yeah. Well, he plays the character. A, a, no. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No? yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a Borat
0: movie. Yeah. Uh, him and his wife are both. In, uh, isn't not
2: isn't uh, is uh, Hugo a Borat? Car- Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, character? Bruno. Yeah.
0: Bruno. Bruno. You're Bruno. thinking of Bruno. That would be interesting. Uh, thing yes. that, hey kids, come see the Sasha. Come see Bruno <laughs> in a, the kids movie Martin Scorsese directed.
2: That's a mashup that needs to happen.
0: Bruno and Hugo. Yeah.
4: I'd watch it.
2: I would too. Uh.
0: All right, guys. <laughs> We're gonna play some games. Yeah. yeah. We're getting the movie game time. Well, that's about right. We're about there, right? Uh, we got a couple games. I gave you guys a little lowdown beforehand. The first game is uh, Before and Afters. It's sort of like the Wheel of Fortune. I say sort of because uh, it's ripped off of the Wheel of Fortune. Thing. Uh, <laughs> the where, television
3: program? The television okay. program. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, where, and so in this game, you will spin a giant wheel. Uh, no, this game is a, <laughs> it's the Before and Afters. I've taken two movie titles and combined them into one movie title. And I will tell you the plot to that one movie. And so, you know, each of the before and afters here, at least one of the movies is a best picture winner. Yeah. From any
3: time? From any time. Okay. Not yeah. that this
2: is going to affect my effort level in this game, but what is the prize if we win? Hmm. And so the first one here that we have is... <laughs> <laughs> you mean besides uh,
0: besides another Guarana Antarctica, the nice. Brazilian original?
2: Plug. Brazilian Good plug. Original. Solid, Solid natural plug. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's our first one. I'll give you the plot, and then you tell me what the title of that movie would be. And the first one I think is is, is easier. I'm gonna hold this up so I can see. A young man on a game show answers questions about the time he was aboard a plane that was hijacked
2: by Russian terrorists. Quiz show one or Air Force show?
4: No. No, it's not Air it's not Force. It's that Quiz
2: Show meets Air Force One? It's
4: Slumdog Millionaire and Another Thing.
2: Oh, Slumdog Force One. No. Yeah, you're
0: <laughs> right. But how does that break down into a title? Oh, I don't know. Um, S- Slumdog Millionaire Force One. Oh, oh fuck. Okay. I get it. Oh, okay, very yay. cool. We'll use that one as the example. Okay, very cool. cool. So it's all Here, together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I think I said that. that. I don't, I don't think. You know okay. That. We can put it a... back. We can put
3: it back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait. Will you just, will you just say it now, and we'll digitally <laughs> yeah, shove we'll you it back saying back. it into it? I like
3: that. No. Oh, we'll it. Slumdog. Uh... <laughs> 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 it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Slumdog Air Force One. That's a little blooper. We'll slumdog Millionaire Force Some One. Slumdog... <laughs> All right. All right. Slumdog Millionaire Force One. Ah. That was easy. Yeah. Oh. All right.
2: Good job.
0: <laughs> All right, here's the next one. They get uh, harder and worse. Uh-oh. Along with his girlfriend, a private detective takes on the difficult task of searching for a kidnapped Indian activist— Oh, my screensaver. screensaver. —who led the independence movement against British rule. The detective must deal with a disapproving lawman and a drug dealer and the girl's aunt.
2: This is a— Is this a— did you make up these movies? These no, are these are are movies? Two, One of these, one I know best what this picture,
3: one is, but and... I don't know the. I can't think of the names of either one. Is oh, one wow, of them? So does it like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> that's <It doesn't. laughs> okay. none, none of the parts. What, is 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 one of those
2: those Angelina Jolie movie? I feel like she makes movies like that. I don't think so. Is one of them Gandhi?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mahatma Gandhi.
0: No, that's just his first name. I don't know what the... I don't, <laughs> Can you read the I, other relevant part? Along you, with his girlfriend, a private detective takes on the difficult task of searching for a kidnapped Indian activist who led the independence movement against British rule. Gandhi with the wind. No, but that's not oh, a bad like that's that's one. Good. That's good. The detective good. must deal with the disapproved... This other one is not a best picture winner. Okay.
2: Oh, I got the, it. Gandhi in 60 seconds.
0: No, but that's also a good one. <laughs> there, dude, once I, once I found Gandhi, deciding what it was going to be mashed up with took me 45 oh, minutes. fair
2: enough.
3: <laughs> fair enough. Um
0: and his uh, the, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a clue the first movie that's not Gandhi is directed by Ben Affleck oh, Gandhi,
2: girl. Gandhi, will Hunting. Gandhi Girl Gandhi Girl Gandhi Girl no it's Jersey not Girl Gone Girl oh no it's the one the oh, weird it's, uh, it's not a best the picture. Superman guy no I know what it is it's the one that he, oh my god no idea what the name of that movie is alright
0: ready for the answer yeah. and then Alex will have you say it Yeah. will put it in yeah. Gone, baby, Gandhi. Ah,
2: oh, it's good. That's good.
4: I just, I just would like it to be acknowledged that I have guessed one half of each one of these yeah, <laughs> correctly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Specifically, yeah. Very well done. The, the Indian part. All I've right. So that, you want to say, say you want to you
0: want
3: to say oh it's gone or yeah, um, gone, baby, Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got it. Is it Gandhi, baby, gone? No. No. It's, it's,
2: Wait, but now I know it. It's Gone Baby Gandhi. Oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I
3: knew I could get it. Good one, Alex. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: right. This one. He does it again. There's two <laughs> right answers for this, depending on how you want to say it. Damn. A look at the three defining chapters in the life of a young black man growing up in Miami as he attempts to investigate the Catholic Church's child molestation rumors and provide proof of a cover-up. Oh,
4: okay. I do know what both of these movies are. Wait, it's... uh. Moonlight Spotlight. M- moon Moonlight Doubt?
2: Moonlight Spotlight. Spot it's Moonlight. Sp- spot Moonlight. Or Moon moonlight. Spotlight.
0: Yeah. Either of those would have been acceptable because it's bad and it doesn't make sense. And now Alex,
2: you wanna do
3: you wanna do the real one and we'll edit it in? Yeah. Totally blanking on what the actual the thing is. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Benjamin Button, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um all right, this is the last one. One of these is a Best Picture winner. The other one is one of my favorite movies that was definitely not nominated for Best Picture, but is a great movie. A young William Shakespeare is forced to lay low in a city he hates in Belgium, where surreal experiences lead him to meet his ideal woman and inspires him to write one of his most famous plays. Shakespeare
3: and Bruges. Shakespeare and I was going to get that one. I really was going to do that <laughs> That one. would be a good movie. Wouldn't that be a good one? Yeah, it would be really I haven't.
4: Good. I haven't seen either of those movies. In Bruges is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Shakespeare, Shakespeare in Love is, is a good movie. It, it's good.
2: It's not like, Shakespeare in Love is not as underrated as like, I feel like a lot of other like romance prestige people movies People hate it because like, it beat Saving Private Ryan. That's yeah. right. I think Brokeback Mountain gets a bad name because people think it's a prestige romance movie. That movie is incredible. Yeah. Mm. I think, yeah, they're just really good. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, English Patient is like
3: a great movie. Yeah. Mm. People, you don't sleep on the English patient or broken around.
4: I only know the English patient from Seinfeld. Yeah, that's the only that's the only reason I know anything. <laughs> is about it
3: Ralph Fiennes or
4: Rafe Fiennes?
2: You can't. You your choice. But
4: that's the I think same anybody guy. Gets That is it's, a dude. No, 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 it's
0: yeah. Ed Helms. I think you're saying. He goes by Edward sometimes.
2: Joseph Fiennes is is uh, in in uh, Shakespeare in Love, right? Yep. yep. that Look is a, it all guys. comes back to the, the Fiennes brother. <laughs> and in
0: the uh other guy's in in Bruges, he's the bad guy who picks up the phone. Boom. What a funny scene that is when he smashes the phone down oh, after he gets off the phone with him. Because so he's good. like the first time there's a new character in the whole thing. That movie is... That's the guy who wrote Three Billboards, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, in Bruges is better.
2: I haven't seen Three Billboards. So I'm not ready to shit on it like everybody else is.
0: I'm not shitting on it. I it's Okay. All right. We'll talk about it, Three Billboards for a minute before we get into the next... Yeah. Three Billboards is probably... Uh, it's been very fun having people explain to me what's right and wrong about where I grew up.
2: <laughs> oh, my! forgot about the Missouri thing. It's, Blast. It's, I yeah. forgot and, about that.
0: Uh, and it is... It's get, it, it, Every year there's always the one that's like, this is an incredible movie. And then someone else tells us it's incredible and everyone's like, this is shit.
2: Yeah, mm. that's true.
0: And it's kind of swinging. I think it's a movie with a lot of really good performances with an interesting script that is uh, painfully... Sympathetic to horrible people. Right. And to the point where even in Missouri, it's unrealistically sympathetic. Uh, one of the guys, what's the guy who's like one of my, uh, Rockwell, Sam oh, Rockwell, Rock who like Moon is like an insanely overlooked, incredible. This guy is yeah. so good. He plays this racist police officer who it's like, they very, explicitly hinted at abuse someone in a in a hate crime. They
4: say they say tortured they tor- say tortured tortured and wow. They wow. someone. They say it very casually in the film, right? They're just like oh yeah, he tortured that black. Guy. Well, well, it, it, been, been
2: it might have been a casual thing, right? Maybe he at. just like knew
0: the answer to a trivia question and wouldn't give it to the guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it, there is a thing where racist people are forgiven very easily in Missouri and are what is it called? Like they uh, they will be vin- like the amount that you have to change from being a bad person to being a slightly less shitty person in a place like Missouri to be vindicated and forgiven is very minimal.
2: Just letting in, somebody in, that, in, wait, in traffic? In that movie? Exactly. <laughs> in, that no, movie no, in real life. In yeah. like, oh, in real life. That was kind of my gold. experience. In, yeah, in real life.
0: That's it, fair. Like, you could be, if you are explicitly racist your whole life, mm-hmm. and then you hire a minority, people will be like, he, he means, "Yeah, but that's just how he is. He, he's times, around, have yeah, changed. times have changed. The, yeah. But the, the amount that Sam Rockwell's character is, sounds, and I don't like saying this because it's what everyone says about it, sounds like someone from outside
2: the United States wrote an impression of Missouri. Mm. I kind of felt that way about The Big Sick. I feel like that's like a movie that if you tell that movie from the other character's perspective that's like a nightmare. That's a fucking horror which, movie. Which, which other character? Like, the like, girl in a coma? The... You're in a coma? this fucking dude you broke up with is basically like creeping on your parents and like t- there's a Hitchcock version of The Big Sick that probably would win this picture. That's true. Oh, you you're talking about you... The Sick Big? Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly that's true if you take the big take and you just make the music a little less jolly yeah. it's, it's a frightening it's a film. horror, horror it's, movie
2: yeah
0: <laughs> it's taking three lines away from Ray Romano away from being a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> it's also or, having,
2: or adding three more I was gonna say yeah. the
0: way to make it into a horror movie would be have any more stand up <laughs> That's
2: fair. If
0: you want fair. any movie to be a horror movie, show more of anyone's act.
1: That's
4: good. good. That's good. My, my least favorite part about that film was just yeah, when like the JFL guy was there. I get so uncomfortable. Yeah, the JFL guy's there and he's like, oh, oh my god, I'm sorry. It's just that my girlfriend is sick and then just ruins this whole. No comic would ever yeah. do that. I That's... can't.
0: I can't watch things with stand up comedy. In. I like The Big Sick a lot. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, Don't get me wrong. I liked it. I'm I, just but I, I have, I have a good. really tough time watching things with stand up comedy in it because it makes me. It's either accurate and uncomfortable, or inaccurate and upsettingly uncomfortable. Yep, that's fair. And because the only comedians write a really accurate version, I can't watch. And other people write a kind of insulting version that I can't watch.
4: But that was written by comedians. So oh yeah, did... no, I thought that one, yeah.
0: that is about as good as it gets for me for a while. And that stand up isn't in it very much. That's right. And Kurt right. Braunohler is so funny. He's and and yeah. kind of, like, made me okay with the entire thing. I feel
3: thing. the same way about when I watch movies about, like, guys who are really good at podcast quizzes. I'm just like, <laughs> you're <they're> not. <laughs> either, you're either getting it right and I'm like, that's it, man. You got it. Or they're getting it wrong. And you're I'm like, talking about uh,
0: Show Me the Me Undies? Yes, the, exactly. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
3: uh, uh, Ir- yeah, irregardless of any of the three billboard racists, uh, yeah. any of the discussion, I've never seen a better executed guy throwing another guy out of a window. 100%. Incredible. That was so cool. Incredible. That was good. And I, people will oftentimes say about it, well,
0: how would all that stuff happen like that? I'm like, it'd be a pretty boring story if none of the exciting stuff happened. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there were lots of other days where stuff didn't happen in the fake town in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like a
2: biography of every day of a thing. Right. Yeah. We didn't
0: just see her work at a souvenir shop. Nope. Oh, yeah. But yeah. So I think it's kind Spoiler. of I, it's kind of in the middle for me where it's like I think I like a lot of other movies better than it, but I don't think it is a burn it to the ground hate.
4: What was your thing. what was your favorite of the the nominees?
0: Uh I like the Shape of Water a lot. Oh man. Um and I like any time like a horror director gets any sort of like mainstream – even though he's like – he's like the most mainstream of any horror director anyways. But yeah. anything that gets – he seems like a pretty earnest weirdo. Yeah. And so anything yeah. he that, that can happen good for him is, is nice. And yeah. I And like keep that. making Pacific Rim movies forever or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's a specific Rim. Specific Rim. Uh, a, specific rim. Uh, a lot of people get that right. Uh, it's, and at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, it's the ones where you can dunk and it doesn't break the backboard. <laughs> 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 Okay, we gotta get we got uh, to get into the next game uh, because it is way longer. If you liked the last game, but you were like, "I'm sad it ended," you know, everyone. Well,
3: who who won the last? Did did Todd win? Uh, The first game's the warm up. We don't keep score. Okay. I would. I'd like to say if if, if
4: we were keeping score, I gathered at least like three half points. So yeah, you did. They add up. So game of inches. But yeah, yeah, just like
0: football. The first game we don't keep score because it's kind of a warm up, and kind of we got to cool down with the second game, so we're not doing a score thing with it. That's fair. And those are the two games. The second game is, I'm going to read you some trivia for a movie that won Best Picture, and you have to tell me what movie that is. Sure. We have one from the 80s, one from the 90s, and one from the odds Yeah, people call it the odds mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm going to be good um, at this. We're On the pitchfork, or on the owl. And we're going to start with the 80s. Roadhouse. <laughs> Sorry. During filming of the immense coronation scene in the Forbidden City, Queen Elizabeth II was in Beijing on a state visit. Hmm. The production was given priority over the Queen's visit by authorities, and she was unable to visit the Forbidden City.
3: Roadhouse? World War <laughs> Z. Uh, this is from the 80s. And a Academy Award nominee?
0: This was the first Western film made in and about the country to be produced with full Chinese government cooperation since 1949. 19,000 extras were needed over the course of this Sounds space. a lot like
2: Lawrence of Arabia or Spartacus, but those are not No, I hadn't even heard of this correct. Of, I looked it up. Okay. How many words are era? in the title? Uh, three, Oof. if you count the the. Okay.
0: Two the if you English like. Patient. No, two so, if you only count Last Emperor.
2: The Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, it's it the, yeah. oh, the Last Emperor? Yeah.
0: Oh, man.
3: What's The Last Emperor? I, no I don't idea. know. I've no, never no. heard that's, of that
2: movie. Uh, Isn't that, uh, what's his face? That's Christian Bale's first movie.
3: What? That's a Spielberg That was not in the trivia. No, that's... um. I've heard yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. So now that was a mashup. So, so to go, so
2: game. to go
0: against it now, uh, I've looked up the worst reviewed movie from 1987, and I'm Road going House to. On Cash. <laughs> I'm going to read you the trivia from it, and and you got to guess what the worst reviewed movie is. And I, I think we have a better chance. The tagline for this movie was "They're back," and it was not the animated dinosaur movie "We're Back." Gremlins 2? No,
4: I was gonna. Yes, yeah, exactly uh, no, gonna another mean. stakeout.
0: Uh, MTV ran a promotion called the MTV Body Snatchers involving the Beastie Boys, where the grand prize was to be an extra in this movie. (laughs) Critters 2. Poltergeist 2. Three actors in this film went on to have prominent roles in the West Wing. Oh my goodness. This is the worst reviewed movie Mm. of
2: 1987?
0: One character in this movie pees for one minute and 46 seconds straight.
3: I know what it is. It's the movie with the dad from Home Alone and there's guys living in the sewers.
0: I don't know what that is. The
2: Burbs? (laughs) It's not The Burbs. Pass.
0: Keep going. That's the last (laughs) trivia.
2: Is it, uh, we said it isn't Tango and Cash, right? Tango and Cash should have won Best Picture that year.
0: They, here's how so many words are in it one, two, three, four, then the number two, five, six, seven.
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Two Secret of the Years. That's 1993.
0: Uh, oh, that was yes, great that's system. the that's the only reason any of us hadn't guessed it is because we all knew it was 1993. <laughs> it's, we actually, it's actually 91,
2: it. I think too. Uh,
0: what? <laughs> I mean, is it- the people who quit listening because you got the year yeah, of that movie wrong. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the audience I'm looking yeah, for. They it's they the quit. guy who gave up when you got the second. They Ninja quit Turtles listening because they're watching it. Now, His anger <laughs> is hovering
3: over the button.
0: It's already in the Blu-ray player.
3: What is this movie? And it's we're back or they're back.
2: They're back. It's not Critters 2. It's not uh, Gremlins 2. It is a sequel to a movie. Pumpkinhead 2. It's not a horror movie. Not a horror movie. Not a horror what? movie? Oh, A Problem Child 2? No. You want the answer? It's like seven words. There's no way Problem Child 2 had bad reviews.
0: <coughs> Revenge of the Nerds 2. The
2: nerds oh, in Paradise. Nerds
3: in Paradise.
2: Uh, that's, I will absolutely agree with those reviews then. That is a bad movie.
0: That's really bad. All right.
3: I believe Booger was the protagonist of that one. <laughs> Here's uh,
0: our 90s Best Picture winner. Mm. Although the score was arranged by Lenny Niehaus, the main theme was written by the director himself. Jurassic Park. That should have won Best Picture, but no. Should have. It took the director several years to actually get around to reading the script, as his script reader told him it wasn't worth making. Three of the main actors in this movie were born in 1930. Oh. Body count is nine for the film. The body count is nine? Yeah, and that's the thing they listed in the trailer. That's
2: a lot for a Best Picture winner.
0: The film takes place from 1880 to 1881.
4: Okay. Dances with Wolves. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: I don't even know when that takes place. That's actually not
4: that bad of a guess. It's,
0: it's
3: also a great movie. Oh, boy. A River Runs Through It. No. River Wild. This has... River
0: no, Phoenix. No. No, no. Legends
3: of the Fall. You're doing
0: a word thing now. Legends <laughs> of <laughs> the Fall is a good movie. Uh, this has... This is uh, the least... Politically correct piece of trivia, but is so funny to me uh, that the director of this movie said he would never win his win an Oscar in his life because, quote, I am not a Jew. Is that... Preferred? Is no, but that's, <laughs> I mean, that's... You got the connection all right. Born in 1930. Three of the stars were born in 1930. Those, do you want to know the stars? Yeah. Oh, one is Sir Richard Harris. One is, is James, is, is James Garner one is Gene Hackman. And the other one is also the director
2: what and it's not a Kevin Costner movie? Uh, <laughs>
3: and
2: not Mel Gibson or Kevin Costner what yeah. other actors directed best picture movies born 1930 is it like Reds that's like yeah. an 80s movie the director's Clint Eastwood oh boy this is uh, what's it called uh, Clint what was his first one Uh, the, uh we, Unforgiven Unforgiven yeah. oh. it's like one of our favorite movies Hack- yep. yep. classic yeah that's what he said about it
0: before he won the Oscar was he'll never win an Oscar because it said quote I am not a Jew. I make too much money.
2: We all should have known Clint's leanings uh, earlier on in the career. We, we to be we fair, he out. was
0: saying it to an empty chair, so it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, totally not it's not racist. It's totally fine. Uh, now for the worst reviewed movie of 1992, which is the year Unforgiven came out. Jim Carrey Under Nic- Siege. Jim Carrey and Nicolas Cage were both considered for the title role before the actual person was cast. I did already say Under Siege, but... Film debut of Rose McGowan.
2: Oh, uh, Scream. Jawbreaker.
0: In the scene where the main character is eating out of a dog bowl, he's actually eating cookie cookies. Lethal Weapon 3. A popular breakfast cereal. Lethal Weapon 3?
2: No. Lethal... What other movies have characters eating out of dog bowls?
0: And it's Clifford? No- It's known as California Man in Europe. Demolition en- Man? Encino Man? Encino Man.
2: Oh, wow. No. That's Nicolas the worst Cage? reviewed movie from what year?
0: 1992. <sighs>
2: It doesn't live up. I re- we re- watched that recently. It's rough. It's not yeah. on the there same. There's only scale six as like months of La.
0: everyone's life where that is a good movie. Yeah, it yeah. is like when you are 18 and four months old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> man, Paulie Shore though, man, that star burned bright uh, for another, a small Another of time.
0: trivia about that movie was Paulie Shore went out for the role of the Encino Man of Link of Link and wow. didn't get it, but they thought he was so funny they made the role for him. And so he's not in the script. They didn't even write rewrite the script. They just put him in scenes and let him riff.
2: That's outstanding. Yeah.
4: Pauly Short's still going around doing stand-up. He is. Yeah, he's uh, he sold out our club. In really? really? Yeah, for a weekend. What club
2: what, what's your club in Austin?
4: Uh, Cap City Comedy Club. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah, you
2: ever uh what's with the guy that we saw on tour who bombed? M- Neil Hamburger? No, <laughs> no, he like bombs on purpose. No, uh, Ronnie Velveeta. Do you ever do stuff with Ronnie Velveta? No, I've never seen Ronnie Velveeta. Oh
0: dude, you There's be... also a room in Austin called the Velveeta called room. The Velveeta <laughs> there room. sure
2: is. Probably, Let me tell you what goes down, down in the Velveeta room. Ronnie Velveeta bombs. <laughs> it's
0: pretty great. <laughs> is
4: his act uh, cheesy? Uh, it's, uh, or a cheesy substitute
2: It's a, more of a cheesy substitute <laughs> in my experience.
4: Was <laughs> it Ronnie Velveeta? Yeah. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for
0: it. It's pretty him. good. All right. So here's our odds. This is the best picture winner from the odds. Okay. This is my best shot. The lead role was offered to Hugh Jackman, but he declined because he felt he was too young for the role. And he's later admitted that he regretted declining the role. I've read this trivia before. In 2005, the movie was named as one of the 20 most overrated movies of all time. Crash. No. That came out in 2006.
4: (laughs) That's a good guess. That was a good one.
0: But that came out too late. This was Miramax's highest grossing film of all time when it it finished its run.
2: That's Uh, every Miramax Best Picture winner. Yeah.
0: The director originally wanted Keanu Reeves for the male lead, which blew me away. One of the few Best Picture winners to not win either Best Screenplay or Best Director. Probably a Scorsese movie. The film marks the second time Richard Gere has played a smarmy, fame-hungry attorney based in Chicago, Illinois. Primal Fear. The first was Primal Fear in 1996. (laughs) That's the next line of the trivia. (laughs) It is. That's the next line. Wait, but
2: Richard Gere isn't
0: it?
3: uh, Smarmy lawyer? Mm
0: -hmm. Played by Richard Gere. This film marks the second time Richard Gere has played a smarmy, fame-hungry attorney based in Chicago, Illinois. Is the movie Chicago? Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: that that shouldn't count. That doesn't count. I didn't see it. It doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Wait, what? Who's the main character I'm, that Hugh Jackman was in? Uh,
2: wait, wait, uh, the Richard Gere, Richard Gere. Wait, also, who's the director? Wasn't it? Uh, uh, it's not Boz Lerman. I thought it was. I always Boz thought Lerman.
0: it was that guy. No, it's some other dude, and this is his first movie. Well done. Yeah. All right, and here's the worst reviewed movie, two thousand two, which is of all of six of these movies from the trivia thing. This is the only one I have seen more than once. This is the only one I watched first.
4: Wait, what was the last one? Chicago. Oh wait. Okay.
0: <laughs> this is crazy. This is the most common IMDb trivia. Nicolas Cage was offered the lead role. <laughs>
4: he, gets, he gets around. But man. he turned
0: it down to do uh, The Family Man.
4: That's a good choice. Because
0: yeah. we know it's 2002, the yeah. year Chicago came yeah. out. Yeah. One of the leads admitted in a guest appearance on Late Night with Cone O'Brien that the film sucked balls, but that it was his duty to promote it. <laughs> the film takes place in 2005, The Future. The lead actress only accepted her part in the film once they agreed to remove a nude scene. Southline Tales. I know what it is. And what is it? Can we stop?
3: Um, Batman and Robin. No. And <laughs> <That> <laughs> what man, year do you think years like, are? Yeah, that's like, like 1988. There are too many. Like
0: I know what it is. The one the train where the train comes at the screen and everyone ran out of the theater.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the lead actress uh, in the film only accepted a part once they agreed to remove a nude scene and provided her with a, her requested deep facial scar. What? Originally scored by Brian Transo was also removed because it sounded – his. the original score was removed because it sounded too Arabic and was replaced with a new score by Eric Sarah. That
2: also, was less Arabic?
0: Yes. Also, some of the other music was changed or removed from the cut of the film. And then here's the last one. Freddy oh, got fingered. No. The, although the first draft of the script was considered by many to be very good and even superior to the film, the director didn't like it because it focused more on social commentary while he thought the audience would really like to see more of the action scenes, the titular action scenes.
4: Oh, the Fr- Freddy P- got fingered. Prince no. of Persia starring Jake Gyllenhaal. No. <laughs> no it's
0: a, it's a, Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one, though. It's, it's a, a this, Uwe, yes. Uwe Boll movie. This is why he had the original script be completely rewritten several times and made sure it focuses more on WWF-like showmanship, <laughs> including Crazy costumes and stuff. This sounds, movie sounds awesome. Wait, yeah, it does is sound this, really awesome. Is this
4: no, no that's
3: Resident what... Evil? No. Uh, what's the What's the year no. again?
0: Two thousand two. Keanu Reeves was supposed to be the main role. Who main was role, the main role? Yeah, who ended up being the main role? Some dude who looks just like Keanu Reeves, but I can't remember his name.
3: But it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been totally different if it was Keanu Reeves, right? No. Okay. Uh, the The guy,
0: the lead, who admitted in the guest appearance that the movie sucked, was uh, who's that? He's a rapper. Uh, Buster bust Rhymes. Mama Said Knock You Out. Oh, LL Cool J. Wait, is this the shark movie? Deep Blue Sea?
2: No. LL Cool J. Oh, SWAT. No. Uh, no those SWAT? are the two LL Cool J movies. Uh, what Do you else? want to know the sports they play like in the shaft? movie? is it Shaft? Uh, they play, in the
0: movie, they play a sport called rollerball. Rollerball. Roll- yeah.
4: oh, <laughs> <yes>. oh, <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that, that
2: uh, was that Rennie Renny Harlan, the director?
0: The director's name is John Mc. Oh, oh, McTiernan, oh McTiernan, he
2: went to jail. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> directed Die Hard, classic McTiernan. You know, yeah. lots of
0: comedians went to Harvard. This guy is from
2: jail. jail. <laughs> He's from jail. No, but it's everybody's listening. He... Do some John McTiernan uh, Wikipedia reading. He he kind of got a raw deal in that Pelicano t- case. It's it's a good Vanity Fair article. Okay, we'll <laughs> let everyone look into that. In yeah. the podcast. <laughs> turn off turn off the podcast. Google John McTiernan Anthony Pelicano case. Clear out your weekend. Yeah, just check it out. Put on a pot of coffee. <laughs> right rollerball, opposite order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so we're we're here at the end. We're gonna do. We're gonna wrap up with the what um, movie is Kyle's dad describing, having only seen the trailer and never having even heard of the movie. This is exciting. And this is was once a best picture winner. Really. And so if you if you think you know, just raise your hand and hold it for the end. Okay, so there's a guy, and he's walking by the sun. I guess maybe the beach. Maybe he is a spy. It seems like she fell in love with someone that nobody else likes an airplane, a piano, some rain, and he's coming back for her.
2: Oh, it's incredible how much you could that was, argue that was, that was the was, Dunkirk trailer. Is, that was very soothing, also. <laughs> is that Castaway?
0: It is not Castaway. Is away.
2: that Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind? It
0: is not. Uh, Best Picture Hold winner.
2: Nine. The pianist. Is it Cold Mountain?
0: No. It is so generic now that I hear it. It's not the pianist. No, it's life. Life is beautiful.
3: No, is the beach a big part of the thing of the He's movie. wrong in calling it the beach when he <laughs> says. Oh,
2: okay, it. <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> 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 um, English patient.
0: It is the English patient.
2: Oh. Yeah, I just put that together with the the coming back to her.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it.
2: Really, really, it's a really good movie. It is. Surprisingly like it's not you think it's like like a movie your parents like that you wouldn't like but it's actually a good movie
0: like the
4: majority of the films that we've discussed I I don't think
0: any movie is a movie my parents have seen that I haven't seen (laughs) so I don't know if I'm a good example
2: I remember both Heat and the English Patient were movies that my parents both came home and, and when they saw and said oh you know it was a little slow and I was like okay i got to get to the bottom of this. And then I snuck up, stayed up late and watched them on HBO. I was like, Mom and Dad, you guys are fucking idiots. Uh, These movies are awesome. Uh, We all remember when we were a kid trying to hide from
0: our parents so we could watch late night HBO shows (laughs) of the English patient. You got it, man, dude. (laughs) That's why I haven't found it on HBO Go. It's in the After Dark section. (laughs) Uh, Well, Uh, thank you guys for coming and doing the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Walker, Todd Sklar, Alex Rennie. Thanks, guys. And um, then
2: do we do another one when people have gone back and read about the John McTiernan thing in Yeah, recap? So, what do yeah. you guys think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much. If you're listening, uh, we are going to be taking some user-submitted scripts and doing episodes with scripts that have been sent in. We've got nice. a bunch of them already. They are incredible. If you want to write your own for any movie, any TV show... Uh, you can send it into to NeverSeenItShow at gmail.com. Are we allowed and to so submit? Send us a, you can, yeah, sure. You can send me the Dunkirk script in a little bit. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. So send me something, NeverSeenItShow at gmail.com, and you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave reviews and stuff. We appreciate it. It helps out the show. And thank you guys so much.
2: Inception! <laughs> that was
0: awesome.
1: It's a good show!